Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Do your children work over the summer? Do they get a part-time job or intern, maybe volunteer? There's a lot of conversations happening in our society about kids and work and actually work in general. Well, that's going to be the topic of this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Well, I often travel and speak to homeschooled families, parents that are trying to raise their children with a Christian worldview, and I'm commonly asked, Connie, what kind of curriculum can we use? And there's a lot of great curriculum out there. I've endorsed several different curriculum providers and resources, but I have just recently partnered with BJU Press Homeschool for several reasons. One, they have all-in-the-one K-3 through 12 core curriculum that fits your needs. Sometimes you just need school in a box. But you need to know that it's coming from a Christian worldview and not just nice thoughts or sentiments or great principles. Those are all important and those are good, but you want to have a biblical worldview. Why? That helps shape your children and it helps them to know how to process, how to feel and experience the world around them. And that's why I really recommend, I'm so delighted that BJU Press Homeschool has partnered with equip to be They have lessons that encourage critical thinking. And of course, they do strive for academic rigor and excellence. After all, we want our children to be able to compete in the arena of ideas, to be able to rightly divide the truth, to see truth from lies and falsehoods, and, you know, to be able to love others. That's such an important part because we're so divided, but we don't have to be. And you want to teach your children so that they can speak up, they can speak out, and they can love those around them from a biblical worldview. That's why I recommend BJU Press Homeschool. Go to the show notes or give them a call. They'll be happy to answer all of your questions. You know, people have often asked me if my kids worked over the summer. And emphatically, yes, they absolutely work over the summer. And people are like, well, what about rest and taking breaks and playing? I mean, so much learning happens and playing, and so does a lot of learning on a construction site. Or volunteering for their favorite organization, or interning to gain professional skills. I recently did an interview for a local news station, which I am a frequent contributor for parenting and education, and this was a topic we wanted to cover. And as usual, a few minutes on a TV section is not that much time to dive deep, but this is an important topic. Most of you know I speak for a living and I have communication, whether it's online, on stage, or on air at this podcast. And this topic happens a lot. I was recently speaking in a conference across the country, and there was a big, now now folks, I mean a really big sign when I walked into the lobby of the hotel that said, workers are scarce. The whole country is facing a worker shortage. Be nice to those who show up. I was so moved by that, I had to take a picture. And I really had to think about that. That's where we are. 
there is such a shortage of workers in the marketplace that companies are having to say, be nice to those who show up. Maybe they give crappy service. Maybe they don't even know what customer service is. Maybe there's no training because the minute they try to train them for two weeks, they quit and they go somewhere else or they decided I'm not going to work. Work just doesn't suit me. I've heard this a lot. There's a lot of value. Sure. There's a lot to be learned playing outside. There's a lot to be learned in just rest and break time and boredom. And yeah, all of that has its place. But so does working on a construction site or volunteering for your favorite nonprofit organization or interning at an office filing papers because you want to develop connections and relationships and maybe learn some things about a vocation you would really like to go into. Maybe it's law or medical and maybe it's engineering. And some of those internship positions are not paid. They're just straight up, hey, you come and volunteer your time because you're getting something out of it. We need to have this conversations. There is uh, uh, somebody that we all know, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, who's constantly shedding the light on work and the need for people to get in the marketplace and the absolute absence of workers. Where did they all go? Why aren't people working? And and this show is being recorded in the United States, but our reach is across the globe. And we have a very big audience. And I know that this is not just an American issue. It is a global issue. People aren't working like they used to work. They want to work less and get paid more. And I believe as parents that are raising the next generation that's one day going to be taking care of us. They're going to be running companies or running their own company. If we don't have them take summer jobs when they're off from school, and I homeschooled my children. So a lot of my children, they worked year round. Now it was part-time. Maybe it was just on weekends, but there is great value in work, like physical work, mental work, emotional work. There's a lot of value to be gained from that. And sometimes we rob our kids of that because, well, we don't want to make them have to work too long after all. And I've heard this, oh my goodness, I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. After all, they're going to be working for the rest of their life. Well, I hope so. We want our children gamefully employed or running their own business, which they're still employed. And I often say, entrepreneurship is the only business that you work 80 hours and get paid for 40 hours. Now, I know you're going to email me and you're going to say, that's not true. You know what my point is. There's great value in summer employment. It teaches skills that they might not otherwise have. My husband is an engineer. And we've often talked about his summer projects. You know, he needed to be able to have car money, gas money, eating out money, extra things that he wanted to have that his parents either chose not to pay for or they just weren't going to pay for them. He had to work for them. And he spent an entire summer working on houses, doing construction. He didn't realize it at the time because there wasn't that much pre-planning. There could be. He was going to use those skills, that construction knowledge of 
detail and precision and accuracy and measurement and just the people on the other side of when an engineer designs and draws something, the people that are actually going to be creating it. There's great knowledge in having that. He spent a summer doing it. He also spent a summer working in a restaurant. And there's many other jobs. I spent my summer selling shoes and handbags. That was kind of fitting. I didn't realize when I started that job, it was just an after-school job. I had no idea that that would lead to me actually starting and running my own imaging consulting business, teaching women how to dress in all manner of, of mannerisms in the public and professional space. I didn't know that. It was just a summer job, and I would try to sell extra handbags that went with the purse. I didn't do it because it was some fashion statement. I did it because you made a little bit of extra money if you sold a handbag or a belt or shoe polish. There's all sorts of summer jobs. Some are more meaningful than others. Some are volunteering at a church or at a local nonprofit. Maybe it's the Pug Society that your child really cares about, Humane Society. Maybe it's the Red Cross. Maybe it's at a charity you're passionate about. Maybe it's a hospital and you're, you're running around filling ice buckets for patients in the room that want more ice. But have you ever thought about the importance of summer jobs? And if you have your kids... And if you have children and you have a point of view, make sure you let us know. Email us, contact at ConnieAubers.com. We want to hear your comments and your thoughts. We want to know, what are you doing? But yes, all of my children had jobs. And in the beginning, I used to really be careful about what jobs they took because obviously a work environment in a teenager's life can be very influential. And we want our children to learn good work ethics. And if you go into some places, you know that there's a little bit of that lacking. But why do we want them to have summer jobs in the first place? To earn extra income. It could be mowing yards, pulling a neighbor's weeds, an an elderly couple who they just can't stay on top of the yard work or pressure washing. But they earn extra income. Maybe it's to save for a car that they desperately want or that smartphone that, you know, you have to take a loan out for. Maybe it's so they can go to college. Maybe it's so they can take lessons in something they're rather passionate about or hone their skills in something. They earn extra income. That's important for a child's worth and value. Their worth isn't in what they make. Their value isn't in how many zeros in the bank account. But young people need to know there's value and worth monetarily from work that they do. Everything isn't free. When I go to the grocery store, when you get your house built, when you get your car repaired, when you get your children's braces, that's not volunteerism. That's commerce. That's work. That's exchange for goods and services in the marketplace. And our children need to understand how that transaction happens. And they need to learn that in the teen years. And parents will say, oh, my children is doing summer school. Great. You've heard that phrase, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Your children need to be busy in learning time management skills. And I know people say, oh, but my child needs space to dream. They need to experience boredom. 
they can experience all of that in seasons. But on this summer, as we are facing a labor shortage across the globe, there is enormous opportunity for your children. So they can make some extra money. They learn fields of interest. They learn maybe what they thought they wanted to do when they actually get in there. They realize, no, this just isn't me. Or maybe it's only part of me. I think I will niche down or maybe I'll change over to another part of this industry. And guess what? They learn what competitive pay is. And they learn how to negotiate for a raise. And, you know, let's face it, most people don't like to ask for raises. They'll just, okay, if that's what you're paying me, and then they'll get disgruntled because they find out somebody's paying more. We learn those things as kids. It used to be taught in schools, economics and finances, but it isn't very much anymore. And it needs to be. It is part of our child's development and growing up. And we want to encourage them in that. And with the increase of virtual work and the opportunities afforded to these young people that can work remotely, that can find the skills that they are interested in and hone them and get paid for it as well, there's ways. And as moms and dads and caregivers and teachers, help them think about the world of possibilities. I write about this and I speak about, you know, painting pictures of possibilities for your kids, but give them an opportunity to see what and to see and explore what is possible. When my daughter was young, a doctor friend of ours asked the kids to paint his doctor's office. When I think back to that, they were just young teenagers. And I thought, wow, I don't know what they were thinking because they certainly weren't skilled painters. Were they looking for cheap labor? No. You know what they were looking for? An opportunity to give a teenager a way to hone a skill, practice, stick to it, learn to be detailed, and finish a job. And guess what? They got paid in the end. It wasn't a matter, did they make what somebody that is an actual painter for a business, did they make the same? No. But they gave them an opportunity. You know what happened? Well, my son realized he didn't enjoy painting, and I'm not sure he's ever painted anything since. But my daughter, she got great skills from that. Just trimming and detail work and color choices. And she was actually able to give input into the certain hue and what emotion that would evoke from a patient that walked in their door. We don't think about those things, but our children have opinions and thoughts. And if that is a natural bend for them, like my daughter is very artistic, they're going to see this and they're going to start to develop their skill. And that led to more jobs. And it led to painting murals for my daughter, not my son. And it led to her painting pictures and having them in local sidewalk art festivals and then galleries and then hanging in restaurants and hanging in professional buildings, all from being willing to say, yeah, that's kind of like a non-fun job and it'll take you several weeks, but yeah, absolutely, go for it. We were adding up of all the kids and all the jobs that they've done. And I frankly forgot because sometimes a summer job is just a part-time gig. You know, a part-time meaning one day a week. 
Maybe it's pet sitting. Probably one of the oddest jobs our kids took was pet sitting for a ferret. And that was an interesting, well, actually, there was two of them. That was an interesting job, to say the least. And it also brought lots of fun conversations. And we kind of still laugh about trying to catch those little things when they would run around this person's house. They did everything from waitressing to working in a grocery store to nannying, being a mommy's assistant, washing cars, mowing yards. The list was pretty remarkable. I think one of my kids said they had over 30 part-time jobs by the time they had graduated college. 30! They were not all the same, my friend, and they don't have to be. So they can work for pay or they can work as an intern. There's a lot of companies in the theater and the arts industry, in sports arenas, in professional establishments. They will allow kids of a certain age, depending on where you live and your country, they will allow teens and college kids to come in and, and maybe file for a day or clean up. And I know everything's so regulated with you got to have insurance, but not everything. And some of your friends have businesses, and some of your local communities uh, have recreational divisions where your children are walking kids to the community pool for summer camp. Maybe your children can work a summer camp. But what you need to remember is they're learning useful, soft skills and hard skills. They're learning to cultivate a work ethic. They're learning how to treat customers and workers, the grumpy ones the ones that feel like you owe them something for nothing, the ones that complain about everything and all you want to tell them to do is turn around and leave. But they learn to solve problems with other people and how to settle an irate customer down. Those are invaluable skills that they'll need in the marketplace that they gain over summer work. They learn occupational skills in real time. They don't wait till they have to do a clinical when they're trying to get their nursing degree. That doesn't mean they go practice nursing. I just mean they can work and volunteer in and around that community as some sort of helper, not actually doing the work, but as a helper or as an assistant. If your children are extremely gifted at writing, they can be editors. They can write content using some of the AI tools. Friends, the opportunities are rather endless when we think about it. You know something else they learn? They learn how to work with a variety of ages and various stages of life. From the little children that come up to the older adults that are struggling with walkers or maybe they're in a wheelchair. They learn compassion and empathy. And again, they learn problem solving. They learn how to get everybody to come along and, and jump on board with an idea or with a negotiation that they've worked out in whatever it is. Or maybe it's just making a patient that walks into the vet and they're seeing the vet and your child is there maybe cleaning up the floor or, or filing papers, but that family that's just put down their dog who was very sick and they're crying and they hand them a tissue or... They tell them, I'm sorry. They learn valuable skills. 
whether it's a summer job that is for pay or whether it's for interning, for gaining occupational skills, meeting people, organizing events, or just straight up volunteering for something you care about. I know a lot of times people will volunteer so they can go to a conference for free, or they can go to a concert for free, or they can go to a training for free. All of those add value. They have meaning and they have worth to your child's childhood. It's a very important part of childhood development. So whether it's physical labor, pool cleaning, lifeguard, parks and recreation, construction, roofing, loading and unloading, or it's online like video editing or virtual assisting, just being an assistant for an executive that just needs help keeping their life in order and all they're needed for is just kind of like be there, hold things for them. That doesn't mean they're less than. It means that they're learning executive skills and management skills they will one day use in their lives. Maybe they're learning software tools or graphic design, or maybe they're learning how to do social media ads because they are so quick at it and they get it and they understand it. So summer jobs is about making money. It's about learning skills. But to be honest with you, those summer skills that happen between middle school and when they graduate, they're what they're really learning is adult skills. It's adulting. They're learning to manage time. They're learning to manage wants, hopes, dreams, desires, to have a goal and find a way to accomplish the goal. Whatever that is, it's helping them practice keeping track of their hours and what they're paid or how much they're giving, how much of their taxes are being taken out. Do you know most adults don't realize how much they're paying in taxes? They just do the quick, easy format. Maybe we don't have to do that with our kids. Maybe we can change that. Maybe we can make our children more astute and wise and financially savvy before they get themselves riddled with debt. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be fun work. It can be hard work. And it doesn't have to be a lifetime. And tell your kids that. Listen, this isn't what you're going to do for the rest of your life. It's just what you're going to do for a month, maybe three, maybe longer. We'll reevaluate it. You know what else they learn? <laughs> they learn interview skills. I often work for a lot of nonprofits, the folks that have kind of come down some hard times have come their way and financial shortfalls, or they've been out of the market for a while and they're trying to get back in and they don't even know how to interview. They don't know how to present themselves. They don't know how to answer questions. And today, learning how to answer questions is pretty important. But you know, when they go through the interview process, whether they get the position or not, they're learning valuable skills. They're learning how to interview others because they're being interviewed. They're also learning how to treat people. Sometimes it's from being treated poorly. Not everybody has wonderful bosses. Some bosses are not so nice. And some bosses don't care about your feelings. They just need the job done. You can leave your feelings where the time clock is. They just need you to get your work done. What's your thoughts on summer work? Think it has its place? What place does it have? Those are your personal decisions, but we don't want to discount the valuable skills that our kids learn about themselves, 
how to work when they're tired, why they need to go to bed before 2 a.m. when they've got to work at 7 or 6 in the morning. So it's not as much a matter of the type of job, but we do want to be careful of the environment we put our kids in because they will shape them. Now, is that good or bad? Well, if people have a poor work ethic and they don't believe they need to really work that hard, they're just there to get a paycheck, that probably is not the work ethic we want our children to develop. Why? Well, because we want our children to be able to support their lives later. I laughed when I was doing the interview. I said, you know, our kids knew there was going to be a day they had to move out because we live in Florida and there are no basements. If you have a basement in Florida, it's a bathtub or a pool. See, we have to equip our kids for the next season while they're in the season that they're in. And the way that we do that is giving them the opportunity, many opportunities, helping them to have wisdom and discernment, learning how to work with others. These are all important. So as you're considering what you're going to do with your children, whether it's going to be summertime or it's just straight part-time work, those are the things I want you to consider, my friend, and share with us your ideas Send us an email. Let us know. We want to hear how you handle the summertime, being bored, getting rest, having play. But I do encourage you this. Don't wait till they're 18 before they have their first job. Give them a leg up. Help them learn some skills before they turn 18. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Equipped to Be. I hope this podcast was of help and value. If so, please share it with others. We want to help as many people as we can navigate the seasons of family so that we can strengthen today's family so that they will be ready to tackle tomorrow's challenges. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.